Hello and welcome back. We're going to start the show with chocolate and juice. We also have to play a listener call. She's calling and commenting on a past show. We're going to talk about whether or not people should be spanking children. Mark has a song to share. And in Paranormal Corner, we've got some people's experiences. And do we believe it or don't we? So stick around. And welcome back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jenna. And hey, I brought some chocolate for today. Goody! You have a, we have the milk that's been sitting out here getting to be room temperature. Yes. And let me see if I can open this. <laughs> I actually didn't open the chocolate bar, but this is a chocolate bar Ooh, called very... Sleepy. Oh. It's, it's, uh, this Does is it have a pot in it or? <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't know. Or chamomile or I'm trying it's to think called, of. So the, the company is Moody Bars, M O O D I bars this one is called sleepy it's a dark chocolate oh you know what i won't it I is won't very tell you. dark i, I can don't see wanna, the color i don't want to tell you what the other flavors are see well you, i mean if, if i were going by the wrapper i would think lavender because the wrapper there you go grab grabber grab. <laughs> okay yep that's dark it smells like chocolate I, I have not tried this brand yet i found this in uh, one of the specialty stores okay all right and i've yet to Let's see what see what we have in there. So what what happens? You know what we do mm-hmm. here on the show for our snacks. I know Jana does this as well. When we're out shopping, sometimes we'll stop in a specialty store mm-hmm. and just peruse the aisles to find something interesting yes. for the show. Sometimes the things that we have, those of you who are longtime listeners, know. Sometimes it's not that unusual. Sometimes it's nostalgic. Sometimes it's weird. Whatever floats our boat. Oh, that milk is really good. Nice room temperature milk. Wonderful. To help, uh, so, help with the chocolate. This is dark chocolate, but I would say it's a higher quality one. And, um, actually, I don't know that, that it's higher quality just because I don't, I'm not mad at the flavor. But dark chocolate, if it's, if it's too pure, it's a little much for me. Right. But this is good. Well, the ingredients here is dark chocolate, mm-hmm. which is chocolate liqueur. Sugar, cocoa butter, soy lecithin, and vanilla flavor. And that's it. That's interesting. It says vanilla flavor. See, that makes me question whether it's vanilla. Right. Is it vanilla or isn't it? Or is it vanilla flavor? Because it doesn't say imitation vanilla or vanilla flavorine. Right. It says vanilla flavor. So I don't know. Vanilla-ish. Right. (laughs) And I I can't really taste the, uh, the fruit. That's in here, supposed to be in here. Oh, there's a Can secret you? ingredient? Well, did you tell me a fruit? Mm-mm. Oh, no, I oh, told I'm you supposed to just guess. Right. Uh, let me try But again. I know what it is and I, I can't say, even... No, but well, let me try again. I can't well, even detect it. does the color of the wrapper have anything to do with it? Well, you actually nailed that part of it, yes. There's lavender? <laughs> so this says on here, dark chocolate, lavender, and black currant. Hmm. And the label, of course, is purple. Or lavender color, uh, which you'll see on the picture, which we'll post on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Snack a Little. And it doesn't give any other description as to why it's called Sleepy, but it has a, the wrapper has a face mask on it, you know, like a sleep mask on it. Yes, I see that. And then, I don't know what that's supposed to be there. If, that, um, <laughs> if that's supposed to be a face Maybe plug. it's somebody yawning. <laughs> I don't know. Put on your eye shades. Put on well, your earplugs. You know where to put the cork. You know what that's from? I don't. Oh, my gosh. I know there are listeners that know. Call in if you know, folks. Even, I even have though no I idea. am, I am terrible at singing that or... one. 
Put on your eye shades, put in your earplugs. You know where to put the cork. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> well, so that I'm you are, glad that you So that you are specified. blind, deaf, and dumb. You cannot speak. Oh, is it from Pinball Wizard? It is from the movie Tommy. One of the songs. I didn't. Well, have you, ever, have you ever seen Tommy? I've never seen it, and right, I've you know actually. What? We've got to. We've got to make that a show. We have to make that. Or okay. will you come over to my? I know theater, it's going to be kind of weird for me because I mean, watch even the, the album whole, photos look. It right. looks weird. And we watch the whole show and actually take notes during it. Okay. And then we we ask our listeners to watch it. You know what? That's that, we're going to have to. I do know we'll Tina's song though that. because I listened to the album, but there were only certain songs that I liked, and it was right. Pinball Wizard over and over and over, and Gypsy Acid Queen. Oh, Tina. Okay. I remember that. Wow. And then the the lame pinball, but like a variety show. Uh, by the way, <laughs> no, I don't taste the current, but since this is a darker chocolate, I would assume that the current, which is obviously finely ground, I can't even see current bits, you know, right. sprinkled throughout. But I mean, the I don't taste the lavender either, and lavender has a very distinct I flavor. Know. I am surprised. And people. Typically, I understand what they're saying about the sleepy time because people like to spray lavender scent on their pillows and it's supposed to help with sleep. Mm. But I didn't know about the, the eating lavender part and I sur surely don't taste the lavender. And I'm probably, it's probably a good thing. I don't, I would imagine lavender, uh, if it's too strong, would taste a heck of a lot like soap. All right. Well, I'm going to bust out the juice between the chocolate bars because I do have, by the way, I, I'm shaking up the... <laughs> Okay. I'm shaking up the juice bottle while I'm talking, and that's why I'm in my voice. Did you say not because you're putting the juice between the two? <laughs> the, wait, now, wait, where are you going with that? That's why I'm ringing the bell because you're talking about putting the juice between the chocolate bars. <laughs> so, is this see now the color looks like that uh, the Asian tea stuff that you like? Uh, no, it doesn't to oh, me. Oh, not at all. Let me give you your uh, glass there. Now, oh, I'm okay. pouring this juice. Is there turmeric involved? Uh, I don't think so. This is oh, something I have uh, never apricot? had. Never, I've never tasted this. It smells like old apricots. <laughs> <laughs> well, ta uh, taste it. I, well, I will. You first. <laughs> oh wait, I recognize this smell. You do? I do. That's an odd taste. It does smell like older fruit, but there is some kind of fruit that smells like old fruit. <laughs> it's almost like a uh, fermented a little bit. Oh, are it, we sure it's not? It what's may be. The, what's the date on <laughs> it that? It may be. It's past the expiration it tastes, date. <laughs> it tastes like old fruit, too. But it's a fruit that you've probably never had. The expiration on this, by the way, is uh, uh, just a couple weeks ago. Okay. So there's no way that this could possibly Why is my be tongue going numb and my so lips are tingling? <laughs> it's finally worked. I've finally done her in. This is sea buckthorn nectar. This is Ararat Premium, and this is a product of Armenia. I didn't know that's where Mount Ararat was. So this is, well... I, well, I assume that's where Mount, Mount Ararat I, is I don't at. know. It's Ararat Premium is the brand name, I believe. You know, I just want to say... Sea Buck... C-S-E-A. 
Sea buckthorn nectar from the sea I, buckthorn plant. I, th I love the thrill of the chase. And if we ever want to do one of our, you know, remote locations for a podcast, I think we should go there and look for the ark on Mount Ararat because nobody else has found it. Maybe we can. Uh, you mean Noah's Ark as opposed to the right. Ark of the Covenant? That's right. Just well, make sure I mean, two different, two different shows and two different. Uh, I'm afraid to have more. I'm trying to love no, the no, bottle. It's fine. Though. It's fine. It's, it's you know. It's like a what you you drink kombucha. Yeah, willingly. But this, but this is. I'm a, I'm mm. worried. Be I. It tastes. It's fine. Off. <laughs> um, I'm pouring my actually, own some more. Do you know what? Have you you prop? You know what? It also tastes a little bit like yogurt. It's just got that sour tartness. Well, as far as I can tell from the ingredients here, uh, it's yogurty sort of. Sea buckthorn puree, sugar, and potable water. It gets. Uh, and that's it. It gets it gets better as you go. It's it, that first sip is different. <laughs> it does. Uh, it does smell off, but yeah, I'm getting used to the flavor. Yeah, I, I like it. So sea buckthorn. So that's a, they have the a picture. They have the a little. Fruit? They have a little. Yeah, there's a little uh, illustration on the on the label there. Again, uh, I have a picture of the label uh, along with the uh, candy bars that we are partaking in that, that will be posted on our I didn't Facebook, know. Instagram, and Twitter. I didn't know. <laughs> I've I've heard of. Uh, oh, fancy! All right, so here we go with our second round of chocolate. Okay. Also this, dark. This is uh, your favorite. This I got this. I mean, not that I don't get the other stuff with you in mind, but this is specifically, I saw this. Oh, I got to get that. I have a few favorites. Caramel, uh, coconut, or uh, almond. Well, they'll take it out and see I'm, before I, I explain it. It looks chocolatey. Hmm. It doesn't smell like it. Oh. Like it should. I mean, oh, it doesn't smell it is, like. Though. Mm. Oh. Salt and caramel. That's exactly mm -hmm. what it is. This is a brand called Endangered Species Chocolate. Caramel, sea salt, and dark chocolate, 60% cocoa, 10% of the net pro profits to save our wildlife. Mm. It says, look inside to learn more about the bald eagle and our promise. And inside the label, look at this. There's a whole book inside the label. It tells about the company and what they do and bald eagle right now on this particular one. So... Uh, there you go. And this one also tastes like a really good, Very good. smooth chocolate. Mm -hmm. mm. The bald eagle's oh. endangered? Is that what they're saying? Um, I hope not. No. Oh, okay. It does good. not say that. Well. But this, I don't know how far you bit into it. Did you eat the whole thing? No, I have another, but I, but I got the caramel. You got the caramel? Okay, because yeah. I just got the caramel. I wouldn't mind if there was more caramel, but yes, that's very good. Very good. And yes, it is mm. smooth. There's just that hint of salt, not too much, just enough so that you know it's there. I am going to, with this one, hand you and leave it with you the rest of the caramel sea salt and dark chocolate because oh, I know very kind. that is your favorite. Well, and thank I want, you very much. And I did buy this. I saw that. Uh, Will anything, you throw it away if I don't take it? That, <laughs> no, I'd still eat it. <laughs> so, you know what? Just quickly, sea buckthorn. Mm-hmm. Isn't actually from the sea. It's a small shrub brush bush, grows high in the rugged territory of the spit spitty valley in the Himalayan mountains. Uh, Interesting. It has powerful antioxidants. 
Well, I didn't think when it said sea buckthorn, I actually did not think it might be from this from from the ocean, but I thought it might be mm-hmm. a coastal. Co- you know what? His chocolate's really good. That is a very coastal. Good. I can't get the. Uh, it also is great for um, uh, helping with digestive disorders. Interesting. Hmm. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe it's supposed to have a little bit of the uh, the fermentation in bit. there. Yes. So see, I'm helping you. Thank you. Well, as as this day goes on, we'll we'll find out just how much help I'm getting. You know, I think that I think it's better the drink, the sea buckthorn drink, if I don't smell before I drink. Right. Because the smell is a little off putting to me. Right. It does, and it can, and it kind of tells you, oh, that's fermented. Don't yeah. drink it. That's our natural animalistic nature to do. Indeed. That. Well, thank you well, very much. You what that. a treat. I, yeah, oh, I like yeah. that. I'm still eating a little you bit can, of the chocolate that I have You can left tell here. it's great quality. You yeah. can. It's good. And and I tell you, I, I can't lis, listeners, let me tell you something. When you're eating chocolate, when you have room temperature milk, it just helps the chocolate melt in your mouth better and you can swirl it around and I highly recommend it. For those who may be new listeners, room temperature milk with your room temperature chocolate. Great stuff. Da 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 da. <laughs> Bing. That was a little off key. Wait, I know. <laughs> you know, if I was paying attention to what I was saying, I might be able to, you know, add a clip or something but like I that. Say as it if I knew. I, if I knew. <laughs> Let me see if I got the clip here. There you go. <laughs> uh, hey, as promised. We're going to play uh, a call that came in from one of our listeners. Yes, listener call. They called in on our dedicated listener line. That number is 909-572-0278. We love it when you guys call. So this is from an episode from a couple of weeks ago. It was the August 8th show, if you haven't caught it yet. It's called Telltale Signs of the Given Ups. Mm. And okay. uh, let's just let's just go dive on in and listen to this All right. call. Here we go. Hello, guys. Great show. Of course, I have a comment. I cannot believe Mark was so honest about women having their hair short and kind of like not wanting to hassle and not caring. Actually, that's the freaking truth, what you're talking about. There is some realness to that. But I don't know that it's giving up. I think it's more two things. It's like they've gotten older and they're not trying to attract men or quite frankly, they're lesbians. Those are the two things that happen when you cut your hair because men like women with long hair that are more feminine. It's just a fact. It's a natural nature fact. It's like women like men to be real men and strong and kind of rugged in a way. They can have a man bun, but if they act girly, it's very unattractive (laughs) for women. All my straight friends, all my straight female friends, it's the same thing. When they're really talking and they're being honest, they say they don't want a wussy guy. He can have a little bit of a dad body, but they want him to be like manly man. That's the truth, right? Mark, I'm proud of you, dude. You spoke the truth. That's You're going to be canceled. <laughs> and I'm not going down that ship with you because I'm not giving my name. But <laughs> I'm with you, man. I think either you get older and you don't want to attract men because you're a lesbian or you're older. But I don't think you've given up. I think they just they don't want the hassle. Love you guys. <laughs> uh, that's a great call in be sure to you guys you can call in we've given you the number you can call in anytime on any of the shows and uh 
you know, you, certainly when you call in, leave a message, we may uh, play it back on the show, as we did with this listener. And I got to say, it's funny because she said, no, it's not giving up. They just don't want to attract men anymore. Well, that's given up. I think that there <laughs> it, there are just some people who are okay with how they look, whether they're attracting men or women or whatever. They're just okay with it. Not just okay as in uh, mediocre is good enough. I think that they don't, when they look in the mirror, they don't see a hag like maybe you or some men do. They're like, <laughs> I look good. I'm okay with what I'm looking at. And let's hope that a lot of people feel that way. Well, I tell you. Because we are in a very superficial world. Oh, well, certainly. And, 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 and just by na- in nature, uh, things are superficial. But, yes. But uh, I'm going to start talking a little more macho and stuff. I'm going to you know, <laughs> listen to what our, our uh, listener called in and said about that. I'm going to talk a little more macho. I Although, I don't have a man bun. I, and I don't want the man bun. <laughs> let that loose and let it flow, babe. And let me run my fingers through it because I do love a long-haired guy. Yeah. <laughs> dudes uh <laughs> so listener anonymous listener thanks for calling in and uh you guys go ahead by the way also you can send us messages uh or comment on our facebook uh page or instagram or twitter at snack a little yeah yeah and you know we'll be talking about that again so you know before i know we want to go to your next segment let's but before go, you do go. i just want to say something that that's completely unrelated okay. completely out of left field on, right. on what we had planned for the show just real quick driving over here to the studio today which yes. of course is is here at the manor mm-hmm. uh the haunted manor oh that's right i i got so pissed off at people i'm at a stoplight i'm in the number two position which means i'm just behind the two it's a it's a two-lane road on well four-lane road but two lanes on my side at the stoplight I'm behind two cars, right? I'm the second person behind the two cars. Uh-huh. The light turns green. The cars don't move. Everyone's on their phone. Oh. They're on their phone for about, uh, I don't know, five, ten seconds. And I was just like, Frick, what the? It's like, people. What are the when odds? I wonder if they the, were like writing together. When you're, when you're in the number one position, get your job to pay attention. You're the one that's going to, you know, you can't be looking down at your phone. And you, you know, I, I, the more I'm... Ranting about this, I'm like, I, yeah. I think I've said this on the show before. <laughs> well, it it never. Uh, it's very frustrating apply. when you're yeah. trying to be timely, and the people in front of you, the light turns green, and they just sit there because okay. they're on their phone. They're waiting for the peripheral vision for the car in front of them to move. Yeah, there's no car in front of them. They are the car in front of me. Do you know what Get I going. think when that happens? What? The first thing that comes to mind is that there's an animal up there that I didn't see, and they're all waiting for it to pass. <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to see something horrible happen because right. that has happened before. <laughs> and finally, they gave up waiting and they hit and killed the puppy. Oh, my God. And my mom and I drove by it and she pulled over to see if it was alive, if the, what she should do. And oh, anyway, my gosh. I, to this day, when I drive that, I, re- I remember the area. Right. And when I drive there, I'm like, ah, don't make me oh relive this. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oddly enough, also, again, has nothing to do with anything on the show today. That same stretch of road, years later, my ex now ex-husband and I were coming back from dinner with some friends. They were ahead of us, and they missed what we drove past. Right. There was a, a bicyclist laying in the road, pretty much wow. dead center. The bicycle was askew a little further away. There was blood 
streaming away from his oh head. Oh, gosh. And we pulled over because we're like, ah, what do we do? Well, some people were running over. Oddly enough, a guy comes over and, and gets the guy's bike and is trying to move the guy who is not moving, by the way. And, um, and he's like, oh, this is my neighbor. And it's like, this... um. This seems to be a hit and run. You probably shouldn't be messing with him, not just because it's potentially a crime scene, but because we don't know what's going on with this guy. Right, and I think right. Anyway, it was in the paper the next day and he was dead, but they were both on the same road about the oh same area. Gosh. So I'm traumatized by that road. Oh, my God. California Avenue near the Dairy Queen. I could I could I could understand that. Yeah, I could every understand time. The trauma. And that's part of my work turf. Two, so all the time I'm like. Two traumatic episodes yep. in your life. Yep. And oh, my goodness. Yeah. I think wow. that that road is bad luck. Should we do a ghost hunt there? Well, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. That's so funny because I know that area. That area is wonderful memories of me because of Dairy Queen there and the dairy that used to be behind it. Yeah. The dry, it was a drive-up dairy. And uh-huh. we used to ride our bikes there. I, I went to school in that area. And every day on coming home, we'd get candy at the dairy. Not happy memories for me now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Both pretty traumatic. <laughs> All right. So as long as we're talking about trauma. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on spanking children? You had kids. Yes. I'm all for it. Okay. I got to tell you, before we read a little bit about this, because there's some, some information we're going to dive into. Okay. I have not had children, but... Um, well, not my, that you know of. Right. <laughs> But, I mean, I have cats, and I had to make the decision whether to spank them or not. (laughs) But no. So my mother had four children, and she wasn't much of a spanker. I think that she doesn't have a a problem with it. It's just that she didn't do it much. And I don't know if it was just – I mean, I don't think we were horrible kids. But, you know, we had our moments. But I can only remember maybe twice – now, maybe I've blocked some of it off, but it, and it was never like, you know, with like, you know, the switch from the garden or the pond or whatever like that. It you was like, you go, know, you didn't have to go pick your nothing own switch like or anything no, like that. Nothing like that. No belts, uh, just the occasional spat on the fanny hmm. kind of a thing. Just like a one hit thing? Oh, ma- yeah. Yeah. No, nothing over the knee. Nothing. Legs, lean over my knee and just smack, smack. Nothing like that. It was a, yeah. Hmm. Mom. This sounds unfair because I'm going to say mom lucked out. I mean, it isn't luck. It's also your parenting. But I mean, I know plenty of people who are great parents and they still have, you know, kids who test their limits. Right. But I, uh, we didn't have many spankings. And when I think about it now, I can see why people are opposed to it, although their reasoning might not be what I'm thinking, which is if you don't want your children to respond to situations with what some might say violence, but at least at the very least with hitting, right. are you teaching them that that's okay? And I don't know because it's not like I've walked around and like, you know, laid people out when I'm upset and I had a spanking or two. So go ahead. So, okay. So I grew up and I, I would get spankings, multiple swats at, a, at the same time uh-huh. from my mom of all things. My, Was it in my, the moment or like, uh, wait till I get home and we're going to... You know, you know, Honestly, I didn't have enough that it traumatized me to say I'm never going to spank my kids or anything like that. Yeah. It was probably deserved then in that case. I know that my mom has spoken, you know, spoken with her sense about things like that. And I think she said she didn't like that she was the one that had to do it, that my dad never did. Yeah. Um, I just, 
you know, I never, you know, she was I, the friend and the disciplinary. I, I, I don't have a memory of, oh my gosh, I was, I was uh, swatted when I didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. I don't have that memory. I remember a couple of times, you know, because I would, I was a little kid, I would cry. I remember yeah. I'd cry and and bawl my eyes out afterwards. But I have a fantastic relationship with my mom, so it yeah. didn't make me hate my mom or anything like that. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, now for my kids. I certainly, I guess there may have been something, you know, like I said, I, I decided that I was not going to spank my kids a lot mm-hmm. in the sense of I wasn't going to just paddle them, you know, Good. paddle, paddle, yeah. paddle. Yeah. It was like, no, you know what? They got a SWAT. It was one SWAT. Yeah, that's what I recall. But I made it count because if they did, and it, and it was all dependent on what they did and what I did, and this is part of my parenting skills that I decided I was going to do. That I didn't want to ever uh, respond quickly in anger. I mean, I'm sure cer- certainly when when the when they were babies or something, and they would reach for a magazine that was under the the uh, on my coffee table, mm-hmm. I'd smack their hand. So they learned, you know, don't reach right. for the magazines. Right. No, don't you know, because kids tend to tear them up and all that stuff. And uh, but aside from that, when my kids would do something that I thought was wrong and deserved a SWAT, it was like, you know what, you go in your room. And I'm going to think about how many SWATs you need. Okay. And I don't, I don't know if I ever did two. I'm, I'm sure that I probably did two at some point, but they learned pretty quickly. And do you one think that's SWAT, more learning for them, or do you think there was also a, a cooling off period? I mean, because I well, can that, see how no, that's a that good was, no, idea. No, it was a cooling off period for everybody. Because I, well, for me, I wanted to make sure that I, right. I never did it in anger, and, and I I've did it as a preventive that. thing. Yeah. And I also wanted to be sure. That, uh, uh, and you know what, I did this in general and anything, even when they got older and they did bad things, I was going to restrict them. I said, you know what, let me think about it for a day on what your restriction is going to be yeah. instead of, you know, you're restricted for two weeks. And then after two days, I let them go. That's what my that, mom did. That's what my mom I did too. <laughs> I think it's because we're just so charming and they couldn't exactly. resist. No, I'd mope around like I was, you know, going to die of boredom. And then they'd let me go out and play. And I said, I'm not going to let my kids get the upper hand like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I would give my kids a SWAT and I would, most of the time, would make it a bare bottom SWAT. Oh, never had that. Because I did want it, I, I wanted it to sting. I wanted yeah. them to remember, this is yeah. bad, you did something bad and you this. are going to get a SWAT on the yeah. butt. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if my kids... Uh, was it a belt with hooks on it? It was my hand. Meat off it your was body always my hand. It was always my hand. It was always my hand. And you know what cracks me up? Or not, not cracks me up. But uh, I remember my, uh, one of my relatives will say, so I'm not throwing anyone under the bus, my aunt. Uh, but she said she was bringing, and she was older than I was, and, and was going to bring up the kids, her kids, by never using her hand, because the hand should never be a weapon. Okay. So she always used a spatula or something like that. From my understanding, I don't know. I just remember one time she is an adult. You know, she's uh, what ten years older than I am, I think, or something like that. Uh, oh no, more than that, probably. No, I think that's about right. But anyway, and I just always remember that was an interesting philosophy because uh-huh. to me, if if it's a violent thing, if you're going to claim that, it's going to be violent whether it's a hand or that. But anyway, so what do you, what do you have in your, your Well, another question for you. When you were going to uh, junior high school and high school, maybe elementary, they didn't have this at my elementary that I can recall. But what back then was the principal or vice principal also, if you got sent there, were you going to get a SWAT? Oh, yeah. Corporal punishment. So I 
I mean, I'm assuming that that's not uh, <laughs> acceptable anymore. No, oh, not at all. Okay. But you know what was funny? Now, I don't remember it, remember it in junior high. I had only gone, got sent to the office. I only got in trouble twice at junior high. One time was because I got in a fight with a kid, and when we were sitting in the office, we shook hands and decided it wasn't worth it because apparently this guy... Okay, this and then is, ran away and ditched the rest of the day. <laughs> no, oh, okay. We should have. No, we we we. Uh, I somewhat instigated it, uh, kind of a fight in in. Uh, it was actually in our choir class in eighth grade, and I remember his name. I won't say his name, but I remember his name. And uh, I ended up punching him, and he fell down the riser stairs. Uh-huh. You know, all the way down. Oh. I mean, oh. We were all awkward and stuff. It wasn't that oh. I was that much more powerful because he was taller uh-huh. than I was. Because I was—I know it's hard to believe, but I was a short guy even then. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we were sitting there. I remember we were sitting there uh, outside the principal's office, ready to go in. He goes, "Hey, you know, we're we're friends. Let's not do this." And we shook hands because I—the way I figure it is, he probably thought. I am going to get in so much trouble at my house mm, mm-hmm. that I had better make good mm. with Mark right now. Right. So that this, and we did, and the principals came in and we said, oh, we shook hands. We're okay. And he let us go. That was it. Oh. So we didn't, so I don't know if, there, and then the other thing was, that's a whole different story that I'll get into. What does that say about but, the person, I wonder who the principal or vice principal, who can, can do that with like total stranger kids? I don't, I... What, swap them? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, discipline's discipline. I, I so in grade school, however, when I was in grade school, you got the SWAT. They had a paddle. I had oh, seen really? the paddle. Now, oh. I had been in there. I'm trying to think because I never got the SWAT, but somehow I was in the principal's office, probably for fighting. This happened a few times for me in school, fighting. I don't know if it was because I was... Uh, Mouthy, which could certainly be a possibility. What a little scrapper! But I was—I was probably like a little bulldog, and 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 also because I was small, people maybe tried to pick on me, oh, and I so wasn't going like, to take yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, I know I'd seen this one. Now, one of my best friends, John Starr, rest in peace, poor John. Uh, in high school, he was an athlete. He was a great. He was one of my favorite favorite friends uh, at the time, and everything. But he got in trouble, and he, and he got to go get SWATs. I forget even what he was in there for. And they let them sign. After you get SWATs, you have to sign the paddle. Now, the thing is, is that what was funny to us was that, you know, looking back, that was, he was awesome. He was a stud. He got to, he got the SWATs and sign the paddle. Dude, you are the man. (laughs) You know, when in elementary school, we were brought to the junior high school, uh, I don't know, you know, before entering the uh, high school so that we could tour it and they took us into the I think it was the principal's office I don't remember he was the principal or the vice principal but I think it was the principal and he showed us his wooden swatter and it had a hole in it and I guess it's supposed to make it better right because it cuts through the air and telling you if you know if you misbehave you do get sent here and he kind of seemed to take delight in showing it to us oh yeah that's my only uh it's the only reason I knew about it because I was an angel (laughs) I can see that (laughs) so I don't I don't think it was in elementary school but maybe it was for some of our listeners if you we went to the same school and you were a scrapper like Mark, you'll have to let me know whether or not we did have it in elementary school because I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. Well, so did you know that by law, parents cannot spank children in 53 countries? Hmm, that's interesting. And so some of our uh, listeners who are listening from other countries, I don't know if you know about this, but uh, apparently it is probably at least, you know what, it's probably not done here in California anymore, but I wonder if there are still 
states or small towns where maybe they do. You don't know. I, 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 I do not know. That would be interesting to find out, though. Perhaps the most complete dissolution of child punishment comes from the United Nations. Uh, the global organization consisting of 93 countries determined via the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child Treaty that corporal punishment, uh, spanking, hitting, or otherwise violates human rights. Interesting. So there are those who face the hand, the stick, the belt, and they may scoff at the notion that all spanking is bad. But scientists and mental health experts may just have a point, mainly that spanking isn't in the long term interest of youngsters. So, again, I mean, I would imagine I don't know about your mother, but I mean, if you were to ask my mother, maybe yours, I mean, I don't know how much of it would be like a defensive thing. Or if they just truly believe, I mean, you know, you have to have a way to get a, a child's attention so that I they know not to do it the again. The younger they are, that certainly is more effective than than a, than a thirty second timeout. Right. Well, so uh, so they're saying here, why should you never spank your children? According to science, there are detrimental child outcomes, hmm. uh, and spanking is comparable to physical abuse. They're saying. Um. They evaluated over 100 studies representing over 160,000 children. Of the 17 standard psychological outcomes of physical abuse, spanking was observed in 13 of them. I don't want to make light of this, but I'm thinking, does it depend <laughs> on the the, the, sp- the the force of the spanking? Yeah, you know, the thing is, is so... Uh, I don't know how personal I want to get on this. Okay. But, because on the one hand, I don't want to use names... Uh-huh. On the other hand, you don't want to speak ill of the dead. Yes. But I got to say, uh, early on, I was divorced early after mm-hmm. a couple of years, after having two kids, and then uh, uh, a little bit after that was divorced. And I remember one time when my kids, when I had them for visitation before I got full custody, yeah, I had them for visitation. They were playing in the kitchen. I let them play with the uh, pots and pans and stuff like Something that. Something just touched my shoulder. Ooh. Okay, go ahead. Ooh, but wasn't me. Uh <laughs> Anyways, they're playing with pots and pans and, 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 you know, wooden sticks and stuff like that. And I remember, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm i just wondering if I should say this story. I remember that uh, Mark, my older son, said, you you be mom and I'll be the guy who her, was her boyfriend at the time. Okay. And, 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 th- and this is when they were, I think they were preschool age even. Mm, okay. And Mark took the wooden spoon to Jeremy and oh. on his butt. Oh, heck. And I was like, they are play acting what happens when they're mm-hmm. with their mom. Yeah. And that guy is striking my kids multiple right. times like that. Yep. That made my blood boil. Thank goodness you saw that so that you were alerted to and the possibility. And that came into a whole thing that... that of ch- that, that changed things. I'm sure. That changed things. Yeah. Uh, and I became very confrontational with that person. Mm-hmm. He's no longer with us. And I, I don't know why. I don't even know why. Yep, yep. What? But uh, he, he was certainly uh, part of the boy's life for uh-huh. the next uh, 15 years or mm-hmm. something like that. But, uh, mm. and I don't know what happened as to why he's no longer with us. But, but. He and I had a personal confrontation after that. There was one time when my ex was coming over with him to pick up the boys from, you know, 
I, I had visitation at that time. She yeah. had she had full custody. And uh, we had to go out to our vehicles in order to uh, swap out the uh, the child car seats. Because mm-hmm. back then, you know, you didn't have, everyone didn't have car seats in every single car and all that. Right. And, you right. know, we were young and poor and all that. Yeah. And we Just went out there take, uh, and, and duct tape and there was something the that seat. happened. Oh, that's right. Because I didn't want to say anything in front of my kids that was a bad word. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to cuss or anything like that. But something happened and I said to him, you know, I forget exactly what it was, but I just remember I said, well, at least I'm not a wimp. Oh. And he came up to me and we got oh. nose to nose. Yeah. He goes, what did you say? And mind you, we were about the same size. Mm-hmm. And I looked him in the eye and I said, at least I, I said, I said, at least I'm not a wimp. And this is my, my ex, wah, his girlfriend. Wah, wah. <laughs> and my little, you know, preschool boys are there. Everyone sees this. Yeah. And he, he went <laughs> and walked away. Huh. Huh. Because I think he knew. Yeah. Even though we, we were around the same size at that time. Yeah. And we were, we were in our early 20s. We were both fit as could be, you know, for our lives. And I think he realized at that point that uh, he's gonna. I'm gonna back go down. Down. Because I was I was ready to take him out. Yeah. I mean, not kill him, but you know, right. I was ready to beat the holy yeah. crap well, out I mean, of him because of the thing I experienced. Kids involved in this. And in my head was like, and this is all that was went through my head that quickly. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna beat the holy crap out of him, and I'm gonna teach my boys mm-hmm. to say, "You touch me, my dad's gonna beat your ass again." Okay. And so I was all ready for all mm-hmm. that. But he, you were denied. He backed down yeah. as as he should have. Yep. And uh, and and there was other custody things that came up, and that subject certainly came up in the custody arrangement thing that happened later mm-hmm. on. But uh, won't get into the details of that. I think I've revealed a lot that I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> so there you go. Well, Standing says up here, for my kids. we found that spanking was associated with unintended detrimental outcomes and was not associated with more immediate or long-term compliance, which are parents' intended outcomes when they discipline their children. In other words, not only did spanking not affect obedience, the punishment contributed to increased antisocial behavior, aggression, mental health problems, and cognitive disabilities. You cannot punish out behavior. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that. I when when kids are little, they that that's a well. Like I said, from my experience, it was a good thing. Look, when they got older, and at, at that time when they got older, they understood that there was going to be consequences to their actions, and you know, I didn't. You know, didn't I don't know what year it was or how old they were that I didn't spank them anymore, but it wasn't necessary because, you know, I could restrict them from activities or things and they would adhere to it for the most part. Well, it says here physical punishment, including spanking, may work in the short term. The effect is um, simple to explain. That's because children fear a parent hitting them, but the result doesn't last. So it's also saying it's asking the question, are spankers unknowingly feeding a violent streak? Uh, it was research involved from ages three to seven, over 100 families, which is not a lot, but I'm so, all right. Analysis of the research concludes that physically punishing children is more likely to, uh, that children will be more likely to embrace physical violence to resolve conflicts with peers. 
I mean, again, you know, this is the kind of thing that I suppose, and I'm sure there is study after study, but I can only speak from my own experience and that of people in my family that I know that there were spankings. And I don't have people, I'm sitting here, you know, I've got a pretty big family. Yes, but you do. again, generally speaking, um, none of us ended up being incredibly violent, violent people at all, actually. So right. I'm still... I'm not sure. I hate to be a, a wet blanket and be one who's on the fence, but I am on the fence here because I understand the point of view of whether if you tell your children, you don't hit people, but we go and hit them when they're bad. And so I get that. That's um, right. <laughs> but, but but look, I mean, even, even just explaining what, what I've explained about my life is that my mom spanked me, but I don't remember it all the time happening. I remember the few times, let's say, if it happened. But and then I ended up being a scrapper and getting in fights at right. school. But that's not that I don't think those two things correlate. I think the reason I got in fights at school is because I was a, I was uh, most of the time, not mm-hmm. always, but the smallest kid in the class. Yeah. So you and I think people tried to pick on me. Your, yeah. And I was I'm, I'm not going to have it. Well, it does say say here uh, both sides of the spanking debate do agree on one thing. Spanking should not serve as the principal source of discipline. And hmm. so, uh, take it for for take it for what you will. Well, not for everything. Like, like I say, I uh, I only have the, my own experiences. I don't feel like I'm traumatized because of the few spankings that I got. It would be interesting to hear from some of you who maybe had uh, a parent or parents who used uh, the spanking more seriously maybe even got the belt or or the right. had you go out and pick the switch and, and had you, welts yeah. and had welts right. on them or something like that i mean if there are welts I mean, there that i mean where do you draw the line yeah that that gets a little bit uh far there's i, I have more personal things that but it's not my life it's a i had a girlfriend one time who in high school in high school she and her brother uh had left the bathroom light on when they went to school and when they got home they got i don't know what because it was embarrassing when i found out about it from it i don't know exactly what it but he beat them Mm. now i don't know if it's bloody bruise it wasn't Mm -hmm, bloody mm bruise but it was enough that uh this was this was a a high school girlfriend that i had Mm -hmm. that uh it was it was bad enough that uh i intervened with the police and, and her best friend, and we had a little bit Good of on in, you. we had a little intervention mm-hmm. to let her know there were options and stuff like that, and that yeah. scared the holy crap out of her because mm-hmm. she was wondering what what's a cop doing here? You know what? Sure. You know it because it, it was it was like an intervention. I mm-hmm. I brought her to my house, and then her best friend shows up, and she's like, well, "That's weird. She never comes over to my house." You know when right. I lived with my folks. Yeah. And then the police showed up, and uh, you know hmm. her best friend and I shared what happened, and and she confirmed it. And, but it was like, I was thinking, I mean, this so, is high school. High school, her dad, instead of getting mad and restricting them or something, physically spanked them or did something like that while they were in, I mean, high school age kids. Do you think that she wasn't that concerned about it because it's just, the, it's normal at her home? Well, possibly. 
I and I don't remember. It's a little fuzzy for me to remember seem that whether she skipped a day of school afterwards or something like that. But it's you know you grow up in that and that's normal for you. Right. But when people like her best friend and me, her boyfriend at the time, yeah. uh, heard about it, it was like you know what the, we've got to we've got to step in here. Right. Good, and good for you. So there you go. Can good we lighten you. this up a little Let's bit? Let's lighten it up. Why don't we? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm ready. That got really intense there though. Good talk. Because like though. I said, there's there's a lot of Yeah. Yeah. Good talk. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. I have a song. Okay. This is a song that I know you're gonna know. Okay. There's no doubt about it. I'm ready. But there was a song that I learned a little bit Let me about. Pour myself some more fermented fruit. Oh, here. by all means. Okay. Uh so this is a song that I learned about some things recently that I I fermented not fomented fruit. I I did not know that about this song. That is wild. Uh, anyway, you. So I'm going to play a few notes and see if you can identify the song just off of a few notes. Okay. And it's not really about you identifying the song per se, as it's just, the history of the song. Because you know I like challenges. Right. Like that. This is part of the fun. Okay. So here we go. All right. <laughs> well, okay. I don't think you'd play this, but the beginning of it reminds me of a Stones song. Well, look, that's a basic rock beat. Yes. I mean, it could also be Billie Jean from Michael Jackson. True. But it's not. It's uh, older than that. But anyways, here, I'll play the song and, and you'll okay. and you uh, yell out when you know who it is. Okay. Another one bites the dust? No, it doesn't sound. Oh, what a night. Yep, exactly. Now, who sang it? Is it, is it Frankie Valley or, uh, yeah? And the. So close. Oh, yes, you're so cl- I can see your lips making the words. Four seasons? Yes! Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Dang it. You are awesome. Oh, thanks. You pulled that one out <laughs> for, for our generation because this is a you know this is a song that maybe is a little bit little bit before us. I mean, we yeah. certainly know it. Uh, certainly, yep. Well, you know why I remember it? Late December back in '63 because I always sing it in late October back in '63 because ah. I'm like, oh, they're singing about me and my birthday. Oh. Not that I'm that old, that but was, if I were, then was, it would be the choice of date that, that I would. <laughs> that was before I was born. I'd have to say late, Hardly. late October. Uh, back in 73. Right. <laughs> By the way, what a nice, pleasant, simple, not over the top, not that there's a problem with an over the top voice, but great, great, um, a friendly voice. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying yeah. to say. I just like his voice. Well, let me tell you. Tell me. That's not Frankie Valley. But it's... <laughs> We, I swear, we need well, to do video on our I, show. Your face that was I, like, wait, I what? I do have to say, so I think that Frankie Valli and the, well, I don't know if the Four Seasons season sang it with, who sang Buttercup? Isn't that Oh my Frankie gosh, Valley? I don't know. There are some much older songs and Buttercup, da, 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 the voice is different. I could be, somebody's like, you're a bonehead. That's not Frankie Valli. But I mean that, if it is Frankie Valli, the voice is nothing like that. So, oh, well, you know what? No, see, I think it is because I'm thinking now of Greece. Uh, which is Frankie Valley, right? And it's a different voice, right? So this is not Frankie Valley. This so is, was he this part is, of the band? 
This is Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. That is the recording. So is it a guest? This is the song. Singer, or was it somebody else that was doing the, the singing? The song featured drummer Gary Polchi on lead vocals. Nice voice, Gary. Now, I'll play a little more of the song. Let me get back to it, because I'm going back and forth between my notes here on the computer. Now That's there's Frankie, Frankie Valli. Valley. Yep. So he sings the bridge. So there you go. And that's the drummer. He's singing while he's playing. Although, you know, when they recorded this, he probably wasn't. But in this video I'm watching, he is. Now, do you know what the song is about? Just thinking music. <laughs> I, and I'm like, okay, I'm having to like that go. I've well. never, you know, we do this a lot in life, or I do. Right. You even sing words, but you're not thinking about what they're saying. So right. now I'm like going through the right. Oh, there's and plenty I, of songs. I, I, I was just watching some videos last night, and now is analyzing songs. Yep, that's exactly what oh, it is. Oh, okay. And I didn't even to, get to that part. I'm they, like, all right, what would be the <laughs> night where it's late December and it's 63? It was but a very special night for me. There is a third singer. Oh. So here we go. This is the third. And am part. I going to know who this is? No. Oh. But this is the part okay. where the third. That is their bass player. Is he black? No. I would There's have thought. All, all white guys in the group. It could potentially have been like Michael McDonald or, you know. Right. Or a black man. So this is. Uh, uh, hold on. Oh, gosh, darn. Where's the. I'm going through. <laughs> what is the bass player's name? Oh, uh, Don Chacon, which is interesting. Huh. The former lead singer of the Critters, singing the falsetto part. <laughs> Critters. And so there you go. You got three of the members, and then the one of the other uh, the rhythm guitarists in this video is is also singing some of the backing vocals, I guess. But. Uh, I just thought that was interesting. This is a song that, you know, I, I, I know is a Frankie Valley song. Yes. Yet he only sings the bridge part and the rest is the, uh, you know, the main vocals is, is the drummer. Wow. I love that. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. By the way, the Build Me a Buttercup, although the voice is very similar, I think. Uh, it's a group called The Foundations. And this is from 1975. Yep. There's Frankie Valley singing his part. Yes. Now, originally the song was was December 1933, and it was a song about prohibition. Oh. But but Frankie Valley didn't like how it was going, so they rewrote it, and they made it into a song, as Frankie Valley said, about losing your cherries. Hmm. I like this guy's voice. I like it better than Frankie's. I'm sorry, Frankie. <laughs> I mean, the, it, it worked with other songs. It reached yeah, like number this. one on the Billboard Hot 100. 1975. Oh, what a night. And there's the bass player there singing. Three different voices. And I never thought, when I heard this when I was a kid, 1975, I was in fifth grade. When I first started listening to music on the radio, had no idea. 
So, as we're listening to this, I'm looking at some of the songs. Oh, there we go. Okay. I'm like, I know I know another song. Shall I tell you another one? Another one. Because I'm thinking, I know that, besides or, or Grease that that is the did. word. It's like, I know that, you know, that Frankie Valley, I know other music. Right. Here's one we we know. Okay. People of a certain age. Can't take my eyes off of you. Oh, right. You're just like heaven to touch. There you go. By the way, it's showing here that the song, if this is correct, that the song title is called December 1963, right. not Oh, What a Night. Yeah. Huh. I, I think it's also uh, Oh, What a Night in... Um, Swahili? No. <laughs> oh, okay. In parentheses. Oh, okay. You know, it doesn't show like that the, here, but yeah, like you're probably right. The song Escape. You don't know the song is Escape. You know it as the Pina Colada song. Oh, right, right. And it was re-released. After it being released as Escape, it was Escape in parentheses the pina colada song it's showing another song here called my eyes adored you and i oh, feel like yeah, i should great, know that my eyes adored you though i never laid a hand on you my eyes that doesn't i know i don't sing that great but really oh is that gosh. what's the chorus that's it oh oh okay all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> nice talk <laughs> We can do a whole thing. I'm, we got to do a show on Frankie Valley. We do. We do. <laughs> okay. The weird and the wonderful. It's time once again for Paranormal Corner. So I like to think that I uh, am also skeptical. Some might not think so since I believe my house is haunted. But right. uh, but I am. Uh, because whenever things happen, I always wonder, all right, is that a normal sound or is that a freaky sound? And I know that Mark is a skeptic as well. These are um, there's a site called Unexplained Phenomena Reports, and I'm going to go through some of these and let's just weigh in on what we think. All right. So this person says, "I went for a routine repair, my knee and muscle." <laughs> That's what it says. I'm going to ding that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what happened next would leave me wondering on on what happened to me after being put to sleep and subsequent operation. I went to recovery where my journey. Uh, what I believe was the afterlife. Okay. I remember seeing a very bright room, but could not see the, any light fixtures. On my left uh, and in front of me, okay, were two people sitting on a transparent bench. Well, how did they know it was a bench? Oh, maybe you could see the outline of it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I could only tell it was a bench because, oh, okay. See, I'm jumping ahead. I could only tell it was a bench because it was outlined in a thin black stripe. There you go. <laughs> On the bench were two people that looked like mom and dad. I walked toward the light to see if it was them. Almost immediately, the light appeared to shatter like a glass room shattering apart. And I woke up feeling calm and remembering how it seemed to be so tranquil after. I, I mean, okay. I I can see that happening. I can see that happen. See, these kind of things are tough. Yeah. Because in our culture, the bright light... And yes. all that stuff has, has shown up in TV and movies so much. Yeah. Is it art imitating life or life imitating art? Well, I mean, I suppose if you were to research and find out how many people who have had near-death experiences and how long this has been going on to find out which came first, like the chicken well, or the egg. Well, and look, or, you know, uh, the light and everything, I believe that kind of stuff is in the Bible as well. Yeah. So, you know, this isn't like a, a something that's happened here in the 19th or 20th century. Agreed. So I don't know. I, I Maybe maybe that was. Maybe that person did uh, Okay. pierce the veil a little bit. 
Well, Mary says, when my great-grandmother was dying and a few months before she died, she started seeing things like rabbits and strange people in her room. She told my mother, sorry, she told my grandmother to get this black guy out of her room that was not really there. It might have been drugs, but when she died, my grandfather got sick and started to, and started to die. He said, did you see three horsemen in the hallway? He also was breathing hard and said, I fought off a robber that was not really there. It was so creepy. The next day, my grandfather and my dad took him to the doctor because he had heart disease and that is why he was dying. He said he didn't remember any of that, but a few months later, he passed away. I think that he was fighting death or something like that. I have something to say. All right, go ahead. After watching what my stepfather went through. This was my first time watching somebody uh, die. We didn't know for sure if he was or not, but in hindsight, and he had, he was seeing things in his room. Now, part of it, and I, I may have mentioned this before, I learned the medical professionals didn't know this. I looked it up and discovered that they needed to check him for a bladder infection because when people get older, they sometimes they the symptoms might be different one of them being that they start seeing insects on the walls right he was seeing that and i kept telling the people i'm like this is not like him he's totally with it he's he's not one of these old people that's like you know lost their marbles something's wrong something has changed right and it's been drastic story uh, but but it wasn't just that. He was seeing other things and people from his past and smiling at things off in the distance and pointing and saying, you see that? And so, go ahead. Right. No, no. I'm just, I'm, oh, just, okay. I'm, I'm affirming that this so, is not something you're making up right now. I remember, right. I remember these times. So this seems very fantastical, what this person is talking about. But uh, I, I might, believe it, it's possible. It might not be otherworldly. It may be right. because of what was going on with their medical condition. It, it could, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and do you, yeah, you agree with that? No, no, I, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like some of this stuff is severe. I mean, this in the story, you know, he had severe medical condition. It's like, you know what? That plays with your body and your brain and stuff like that. And it could also, and again, to me, there's cultural things that we learn, especially if you've been brought up, you know, with with uh, biblical stories. Right. You know, no matter what your good book is, yeah. that uh, you know, thing, your brain knows things to look for if it thinks it's dying. Agreed. And our brains are amazing at coming up with uh, they are. thing. I mean, look at the weird dreams we have and all that. So I don't know. Well, this is what Vanessa has to say. She says, I've got no real explanation for what happened last night. I just know that I'm still frightened and I'm still shaking. I was standing in my kitchen alone when I heard what sounded exactly like my mother's voice whisper out my name right into my right ear. I froze and I got really afraid. I automatically called my mother. She was okay. I feel that the whisper was trying to get my attention like a help attention, but I'm scared and I don't know what to, how to explain this. I've heard that there are entities that are mimics. They mimic voices. And hmm. there are several people, which we'll probably talk more about this in another show, but there are people who hear somebody call their name and they find out that the person's not home yet or they're like up on the second floor and they're not like right next to them and they call them mimics i didn't I, which I've doesn't never, seem good if there is such I've, a I've thing i've never heard that uh i've never heard that 
Okay. But to me, to me, this would have been a different story if she said, I heard my mom's name and I called my mom and my mom had just right. been in a car accident yes. or my mom had just died or something. That would be different. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I've, it, like I said, again, this is, I've never experienced a, I've experienced weird things. Uh, you know, I've talked on the show before about the smell of incense, mm-hmm. you know, after my son passed. And yeah. he was a, you know, he liked incense, and I didn't have incense in the house at all. But I've never heard anyone's voice in my head like that. Okay. That I can recall. So, I don't know. Who, what am I to say? Okay, so let's just end it on this one. My two toddlers were in bed down the hall, and my husband had just left for work for his third, for the third shift. Wow. Which starts at 11 p.m. Maybe he means maybe she means not his third shift, but the right, third the shift. Right, the third shift, right, okay. the overnight shift. That would be a long time to be working. <laughs> I was sitting up in bed with the TV on, looking at magazines. I began to, it sounds like a night with me. I began to hear very loud, amplified-sounding, heavy breathing. It lasted for several minutes, and I was freaked out. I checked on my kids. They didn't seem to hear it. They were sound asleep. I called my sister-in-law, who could not hear it over the phone, but stayed on the phone with me for several minutes. It was coming from the hallway, it seemed. Anyway, we were on the second floor. It lasted so long that I ended up closing the door and going to sleep eventually. I left the TV on. This happened again another time, but was loud laughter. Again, late at night when my husband was at work. I also saw a ghost one morning that came that same year while changing my daughter's diaper. It looked heather gray and walked past my daughter's room. My little boy saw it too because he asked me who that was. I'd gotten up quickly from the floor and followed it to the stairs where it disappeared. Now I have chills on this one. I checked my and my husband was still in bed. Several things like this have happened in the four years we've lived here. Nothing bad, bad has ever happened. We heard banging on the pipes in the basement also. Now that I would, because I know you can have weird sounds in your pipes. Right. Yeah, thank you. That was hard to reach. <laughs> okay. Uh, and things would turn off and on by themselves. While the house was being shown to prospective buyers, my husband finally heard the loud laughter on the second floor. While the buyers were looking at the third floor. Before that, he had never believed me. I tend to believe this, especially when she's talking uh, there in the, in the beginning where she said she was hearing the breathing and she's right. checking on the kids first. Right. I think it's important that a parent would say, I, just, I got up to look at my kids rather than me, 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 and my story, right. my story, my right. story. And then she's getting on the phone just to have someone to talk to. I absolutely believe this. This sounds like uh, experiences that you've had here. Yes, at yes the it manor. has. Yeah, so that, that's, uh, that seems very plausible to me. Uh, wow. Well, as always, you guys, we love to hear your ghost stories. Um, and I want to know whether or not any of you, uh, as we've mentioned before, did your parents spank you? Did you ever get sent to the principal's office? Do you regret it? Did you like it? Was it, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Or not. Uh, let us know you can reach us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at snack a little or give us a call as we've told you you guys we love to hear from you you can call us at 909-572-0278 leave a message there on our dedicated listener line well this was a great show Mark I am waiting to see the rest of the day how this um, fermented fruit is going the to affect sea, me the sea buckthorn nectar let us know or if will you I go to sleep from the um subliminal lavender chocolate <laughs> right. bar That's right. <laughs> come on back